now that states are free to outlaw abortion, what does the strategy look like to abolish abortion nationwide? And what are the key battlegrounds? We'll talk about those today on the Mark Harrington Show. Also, we'll be playing a clip by Elizabeth Warren, who has been threatening pregnancy resource centers. So stay tuned to find out what you can do to defend them. Activist Radio, the Mark Harrington Show is brought to you by Created Equal, and you can donate to our work by going to createdequal.org and just click on that donate link on the right side of the page. I am your radio activist, Mark Harrington, and if you like the program, share the program. You can pick it up on all the popular podcasting platforms and leave a five-star review if you would, please. So we're going to be talking today about some of the steps we can take to defend life in a post-Roe America. I still can't believe I'm saying this. I have to pinch myself every day that this actually has happened. Uh, we're almost now almost a month away from uh, the decision that was handed down by the U.S. Supreme Court in June, uh, June 24th. But uh, each day it just keeps keep, keeps getting better. <laughs> it keeps getting better. More more states are banning abortion. Abortion mills are closing. It's all good news right now, and the abortion industry is scrambling like crazy to try to figure out what they're gonna be doing. So this is changing daily. As I said, cl clinics are closing and reopening. We've got lawsuits being filed. Trigger bans are being uh, blocked and then unblocked and then put back into effect again. So it's an ever-changing uh, dynamic right now on the abortion front. And so what I want to do, we're going to be talking with Troy Newman, who's president of Operation Rescue. And Troy has been staying on top of what's been going on in the states more than anybody in the country, because this is what they do. I mean, they've been tracking these abortion mills in these states uh, before Roe v. Wade was overturned for decades, and now they're on top of what's happening. So, Troy, thanks for being on the show. Man, it's always a pleasure, and it, it gets even better in a post-Roe America. I mean, we, you and I have been working on this for over 30 years, Mark, and now we can yeah. say that it's a post-Roe America. There is no U.S. constitutional right to abortion in America. It's settled law. I don't know why these people are fighting about it anymore. Right. Isn't that what yeah. they told us for many years? This is settled law. Stop fighting over it. Yeah. Well, it's settled as long as it, it goes their way. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> Once yeah. it goes against that, then, you know, the, the court is rogue and we're supposed to ignore right. it. But there's so, no right. We have rights and there's no right to an abortion. Period. Never was. Supreme Correct. Court ruled wrongly. And now we know it's been given back to the state legislature. So, Troy, I want to pop up this uh, map. You guys have been staying on top of this, and every day I'm I'm taking a look at the map and, and trying to figure out okay what's next, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it was a week ago or so we saw Louisiana join uh, the abortion-free states. How many are currently abortion-free? So there's that we are aware of. There's eight, and there might be nine today. We're waiting for a okay. judge in Louisiana to unban a ban that was banned that was unbanned. And that was blocked. You know, I mean, the, like you said, these guys are crazy. That they're saying that the trigger law was unconstitutionally vague. When it says abortion is banned, it's too vague for the left, 
who find all sorts of nuances and crazy things in their own constitution. So we're actually waiting today to hear from a judge to reenact the ban. But I did, uh, we were making some phone calls this morning. Louisiana, although technically, technically legal, um, is not scheduling any abortions. And there's a lot of states like that that are just in the state of flux. I think it's South Carolina, right. North Carolina as well. They, they have a heartbeat ban. Uh, and okay, they can do abortions till six weeks. Well, most moms don't even know they're pregnant to three or four. And by the right. time they get in the schedule, six weeks is long gone. And so th there's a lot of technicalities, but we're looking at the specifics, the numbers of abortion mills that have closed. And just so your, your viewers know, since, since 1991-ish, when we and I got elected, the high water mark of abortion, over 70% of the nation's abortion ranks have closed. They, they just, they vanished. That's going mm -hmm. the way of the VHS tapes, you know, even the DVDs. They're no, they're they're gone. Okay, they're, they're just history. They've been wiped off the map, and yeah. th so these dinosaurs called abortion clinics are are vaporizing, and we're going to stay on it every single day until everyone is gone. Yeah, well, we appreciate your work, staying on top of this, and informing the rest of us about what's going on because it's changing all the time, every day, uh, every single day. And the map is expanding. Uh, you know, we're seeing this now uh, here in the state of Ohio. You're aware, of course, with our heartbeat bill that was signed into law in 2019 and has gone into effect here. And the preterm abortion mill in Cleveland has verified that they are turning away nine out of ten girls. Nine out of 10 women are being turned away from the abortion mill in Cleveland because of the heartbeat law, which basically is saying that anybody that's six weeks and up as far as pregnancy is being turned away. So, we, you know, in months from now, we're going to find out how many babies are being saved exactly. But right now we know the numbers are huge in the state of Ohio. If you're taking nine out of 10 abortions, uh, uh, if they're not happening in this state. I mean, that's tens of that, that's more than 10,000 a year for sure. sure. And we need to go after the rest. And we're going to be doing that here real soon. So, I mean, you're in the state of Kansas, of course. Uh, I was reading recently about your uh, the, this amendment that's going to be voted on on uh, right. August 2nd. But before we do that, I want to listen from uh, our good Senator Elizabeth Warren, who has now taken front and center as far as the pro-abortion, uh, you know, advocacy here. And she came out and was talking about how people can get involved now that Roe versus Wade is overturned. And Kansas was at the top of the list. So go ahead and play this clip. Up Kansas. And Kansas will need to play defense. That means holding the line so things don't get worse. Right now, there's a ballot measure that would amend the state constitution to pave the way for a total ban on abortion. So this fight has especially high stakes, and here's why. Texas and Oklahoma, Oklahoma where I grew up, have already passed the harshest laws restricting access to reproductive care. And if you look at a map, you'll see if Kansas <laughs> is next, that will create a huge reproductive health care desert right in the middle of the United States. Well, we hope it's true, right? Uh, we, pray, <laughs> we pray that there would be a huge desert. I, I pray oh. the entire United States is an abortion desert. Oh, but yeah. uh, right in the center of the country, you have Kansas, which will be the first test, really, 
at, uh, of a post-Roe America. It's the first test, first ballot measure that's going to be voted on. Tell us what's going on on the ground there in T- Kansas regarding this uh, ballot initiative. Okay, so first of all, what the Kansas Supreme Court did in 2019 is exactly what the U.S. Supreme Court did in 1973. In a radical okay. judicial overreach, they reached down into a constitution that's 150 years old, and they say, well, oh my gosh, there's a right to an abortion here. So they fundamentally changed the, the, the Kansas constitution just unilaterally with, to use Justice White's you know, raw judicial power. So mm-hmm. the Kansas legislature in the, in the past, since I've been here, has been progressively more and more conservative. We have the most conservative uh, uh, legislature in at least 15 years. And so we were able to put on the ballot to rectify what the radical left-wing Supreme Court has done to correct the language that there is no constitutional right to an abortion. We're not changing the constitution. We're bringing it back to what it originally said. Now, having said that, we have a plethora of poll numbers that show uh, that uh, the Republicans outnumber the Democrat voters on the primary ballot, which is going to be August 2nd, two to one. Additionally, we're getting 25% of the Democrats to come with us and we're losing about 25% of the Republicans. They're not Mm -hmm. with us. This is literally ours to win, but the far left crazy war hawk, uh, you know, this this crazy senator that grew up in Oklahoma is on the war path here. They're outspending us five to one. They're the huge, massive amount of airtime that they're buying here <clears throat> to say that this is, uh, you know, government overreach, stop the mandate. And to be honest with you, the default position is don't change the constitution. You know, if right. you and I were going to vote, do you want to change the constitution? No, the constitution is fine. I'll just leave it the way it is. So their, their, their messaging is good, but the bottom line is this is ours to lose. It's a very close race. I think if we're going to win, we're going to win by about five percentage points. So it's a get out the vote. If you're in Kansas, you know, anybody in Kansas, you can you email anybody in Kansas, call anybody in Kansas, tell them to get out and vote August 2nd in the primary This is a get out the vote campaign and we're going to win it. And then our conservative legislature is going to ban abortion. My guest is Troy Newman, president of Operation Rescue, and you can check them out by going to operationrescue.org. Troy, I mean, the the stakes couldn't be higher. This is the first test after Roe has been uh, overturned. So. It's uh, it's going to be a kind of a litmus test for what might happen in other states. And of course, this could be the playbook for other states to make sure that their constitution, if it's unclear now, to make sure that it protects the unborn. So I think that the stakes are high. And that's why people are flooding in from all over the country. All I imagine over the place. To, it's insane. All the over money, the, place. the people. And you know what? Kansas is a we have three point one million people. OK, we've got more cows in the state. Then we have people. And that's <laughs> yeah. a true thing. Uh, yeah. we, we don't like to be, we're, we're literally right of center, although we keep getting crazy governors because of the lies and the angst. But I really believe this is a, a ballot initiative that can very much win and set the pattern to rectify other crazy constitutions that have been muddled with over the years by various Supreme Courts and, and so forth. And right now you're, you're currently, your law is 22 weeks. I mean, I, when I saw that, I was like, hold on a minute, Kansas is a red state. 
What, what's yeah, up with that? Yeah. I mean, Trump carried the state by like 10 points, I think. Yeah, double digits. Yeah. It, what, it, what, what's up we, with that? Why isn't your legislature? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. And we keep <laughs> getting confused. When Kathleen Sebelius was our governor, when I first came here, yeah. Kathleen Sebelius didn't even run as a Democrat. You remember the old ads, uh, Morning in America by Ronald Reagan? He wakes Love up it. in the dawn. You know, he's just throwing the newspapers and the kid's riding his bicycle. It pans over and here's Ronald Reagan signing bills. He's up there with his full suit on before dawn. That was the sort of ads that uh, Kathleen Sebelius was running. Then she never ran as a Democrat. Anybody who runs in Kansas as a Democrat doesn't even claim affiliation with the Democrat Party. I see. And then and then the, the far left, we have two newspapers, the Kansas City Star and the Wichita Eagle, which are owned by McClaskey, which is a far left San Francisco newspaper. So they own all the media outlets. You know, the, the Democrats can do nothing wrong and the Republicans can do nothing right. And the, the electorate is duped into it. But with the uh, overall approval rating of the national media being about 11 percent, we're not believing these people anymore. We're not listening to the nightly news. It's all garbage. And we're taking back this state for I mean, like our, our Kansas legislature is super conservative. And we passed constitutional carry pro-life bills. It, it does say 22 weeks, but we have a Mark. We have a ton of laws that are backed up that have been blocked by the Supreme Court. And as soon as we pass this August 2nd, we're going to see a pro-life Kansas. Well, and it's really important because you are, uh, uh, you know, the border states to Kansas right now that have made you a destination, uh, a destination is. state for abortion right now. Uh, you got Texas, both Texas and Oklahoma, and correct me if Missouri, I'm wrong, Missouri have outlawed abortion, and Missouri, yep. Missouri has as well, right? So Missouri was the first abortion-free state, and they're flooding across the border into Kansas City. And Wichita, is that abortion mill still open? That one there in yep. uh, that was George Tiller's former. Yep, okay. it was uh, it was reopened. It, uh, it is not no longer a late term abortion mill, but they're doing a lot of business from women from Oklahoma and Texas. So, Troy, what can we do? I mean, we want to help out. I want our listeners and our viewers to be able to jump in and support what's happening there in Kansas. What can they do to to help you guys push this over the finish line and get this? The, the, uh, the, the Constitution of Kansas amended to protect the unborn. Well, look, Kansas is, going, is a bellwether state. So if you have any influence on social media, post it, tweet it, video it, call your friends, email it, because the biggest hurdle we have is most people don't know what's happening and most people don't come to the primaries. Less than 15% of the registered voters come out to a primary. If we come out, if we show out, if we turn out, we win, and when we win, the babies are going to win. And that's the bottom line. So, friends, I want you to go to OperationRescue.org. You can check out the map, which is ever-changing, and Troy and his staff are continuing to update what's going on across America as far as abortion-free states, and we keep adding them almost daily. I think we're going to see a flood of them here within the next couple of weeks because these trigger laws that give our a 30 day window are going to start going right. into effect and it's going to start happening quickly. And this is something you need to stay up on. If you're a pro-life activist and want to know where you want to put your resources, both financial, your time and your effort, we got to be in the places where the battles, uh, the hottest. And right now it's in Kansas and August 2nd is the primary where this will be on the ballot. That is to correct or amend the Constitution of Texas to protect the unborn. So, Troy, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Troy Newman from Operation Rescue. Thanks, buddy.
So friends, I want you to take action today. And as I was talking to Troy Newman of Operation Rescue, you know that one of the key battlegrounds is Kansas. And the way that you can help out is by supporting Created Equal, because we are going to more than likely put some of our assets into the state of Kansas up and up until the very day of voting, which is August 2nd. And so you can go to createdequal.org. You can donate on the web page to support our work there in Kansas. And also uh, next week, we are going to be taking our team to the state of Michigan, which is another battleground because the opposite is happening there. That is where pro-abortion forces are attempting to put on the ballot a measure that would uh, permit abortion all the way up to the very moment of birth. And so we're going to do what we can to help out our friends at Protect Life Michigan to stop that initiative from happening and uh, from being enacted into the uh, state constitution there in Michigan. So we're going to be there next week. And so the, the action point here is you can support our work. And then beyond that, please subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to this over the air or you're picking it up on our social media platforms, you can subscribe to the podcast by going to any of the popular podcasting platforms. All right, so what I want to do now, I want to play this clip. This is Elizabeth Warren because she not only is leading the charge in some of these states like Kansas and Michigan, but she's also attacking the pregnancy resource centers. And we know that they've been under attack by pro-abortion forces by these shadowy groups like Jane's Revenge ever since the Alito leak and now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, that these pregnancy resource centers have been attacked and continue to be attacked. Well, now she's attacking them by saying that she wants to pass legislation to shut them down. So we want to play this clip. This was Elizabeth Warren the other day talking about the pregnancy resource centers and what she intends to do about them. Go ahead and play that clip. In Massachusetts right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. We should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that. Uh, well, there she there she is, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, one of the most outspoken pro-abortion advocates in the U.S. Congress. And uh, she is taking the lead uh, on attacking pregnancy resource centers, trying to shut them down. And so what I want to do here and take a minute and just kind of unpack this. She says that these centers fool people. They fool people. Well, uh, Elizabeth Warren, you're wrong because they have medically accurate information regarding pregnancy, the unborn and the effects of abortion on women. They also many of them or almost most of them use ultrasound technology to uh, be able to detect and show the pregnant lady the uh, the unborn child in her womb. So. Uh, the, the thing she doesn't like is that they don't refer for abortion. That's why she says they fool people. She says that uh, this keeps people from finding, quote, pregnancy termination help. I've never heard of that phrase before, but pregnancy termination help. Let me interpret that. 
That basically means this, that uh, women who are seeking an abortion are seeking a personal assassin for their unborn baby. That's pregnancy termination help. Uh, she tries to clean it up and make it sound so clinical, right? Some medical procedure, no big deal. But it's about killing unborn children. And then she says that the pregnancy resource centers, or she calls them crisis pregnancy centers, outnumber true abortion clinics. Well, I guess a true clinic is one that kills babies, according to to uh, Elizabeth Warren, and that these centers, because they don't kill babies, they're fake somehow. Uh, that's basically her position. And she wants to shut them down. At least she's being honest and upfront about her intentions. She wants to close down abortion clinics by force of law, by the government and the federal government shutting them down. That's what she wants to do, believe it or not. And uh, we can't let that happen. Uh, I don't think it will happen because I think the Constitution protects the rights of these organizations to have these ministries to reach out, reach out to women who are considering abortion. I don't think it'll pass constitutional muster. I think the First Amendment protects their rights to do this. But we need to take this threat seriously because right now the Democrats do control both chambers in the U.S. Congress. And then she finishes up with this and she says, that these so-called fake clinics that she calls it, that fool people torture a pregnant person. They torture a pregnant person. Uh, Elizabeth Warren probably is referring to the fact that they give accurate information about their unborn child. And to someone who wants to kill their baby, that may seem like torture to some because it's information they don't want to have necessarily because it sheds the light of truth on what they're about to do when they kill their baby. Uh, I don't think that's torture, but it may disturb them for sure. Uh, the true torturing that's going on, honestly, is the decapitation, dismembering, and disemboweling of unborn babies. That's torture. Uh, we have abortion video that is on our website. You can go to createdequal.org. If you want to see what real torture is like, you can go there and watch it. Uh, the dismembering of an unborn baby. That is true torture, uh, not the information given to a woman who might be considering an abortion. So that's that's Elizabeth Warren. She is introducing a bill in the U.S. House or U.S. Senate, um, and it is called the Anti-Abortion Disinformation Act. There, there's a mouthful for you. And the intent is, for this bill or this law, if passed and signed by President Biden, it will direct the Federal Trade Commission to issue rules to prohibit deceptive and misleading advertising related to the provision of abortion services. And any, basically, it comes down to this. Anything that disagrees with Senator Elizabeth Warren on abortion is going to be considered disinformation, and the government is going to be put in a position to shut down these clinics these, these uh, pregnancy resource centers. So, uh, I mean, we got to take this stuff seriously. I, I don't know if it'll pass the U.S. Uh, Senate or the U.S. House or be signed by the president, but uh, we need to stay up on this. Now, finally, I want to go to the mailbag, and I want to bring in Mr. Producer uh, Spencer here. We got something from the mailbag. And, and folks, if you want to 
uh, contact us and send us a question or comment, feel free to go to our website at Mark Arrington Show dot org uh, or, or com sorry or you can go to any of our social media platforms and leave a question or comment there so let's deal with this one uh spencer you have a question from john he asks a question about abolition so go ahead and ask that yeah mark so john asks are you guys pro-life or abolitionists and i assume he's talking about created equal there Okay, so good question. Uh, this may not be something that a lot of people deal with because they may not even know what an abolitionist on abortion is. But there is a, an organization called Free the States, which used to be called, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Abolish Human Abortion, that they have taken the word or the, 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 the title, I guess you could call it, of abolitionists uh, from you know, the days of slavery and have applied it to abortion. And basically they say that all laws should be total bans on abortion. There should be no incremental measures uh, brought forward to try to rein it in on the way to ending it altogether. So our disagreement with them would be that we believe that we should be firing on all cylinders. That means we should be using incremental measures as well as total bans to try to get to abort uh, to an uh, end to abortion, so our differences are very small. But sometimes these organizations uh, don't play well with pro-life groups like Created Equal and others. So uh, we're both we're pro-life and abolition. We want to abolish abortion altogether, and we support measures that end it altogether, outlaw it altogether. But also we would support uh, measures that would restrict it uh, drastically, like heartbeat bills. So that's my question. I mean, if you want to know more about uh, our position on legislation, then you can go to markerinjoe.com or createdequal.org and send us an email and ask us about that. And we'd be happy to answer it on the air. I'll uh, write back to you. So thanks for tuning in to your radio activist. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.